This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Spice Chaos. Yes, welcome. Today is going to be a very exciting, um, hopefully not too chaotic episode. Um, We've had a little (laughs) bit of fun already um, with today's guests just before we even started the recording. And um, we think that you guys are in for a treat today. Um, Absolutely. Don't you think, Caitlin? (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I will say... This episode was going to be rated PG-13, so if you're listening with Littles, there are going to be parts that you're going to want to skip through, so just as a heads up, we'll let you know when those parts are popping up, but just just a heads up. Yeah, just, you know, some of the things, some of the things that we talk about here may be a little bit more adult than um, what we normally talk about, but that's okay, right. because we're all, we are all grown-ups here, so. We're grown-ups here, Yeah. Um, Yes. So this week is super exciting. We are continuing with the theme of self-love and body love and all of those things. Um, And well, first let's just, okay, we are, we, we mess this up every week. Um, That's Caitlin. (laughs) That's Caitlin from Creating in Chaos. (laughs) And that's Leanne from Spice Plans. I was sitting here quietly doodling on my paper like I do because I can't sit still. And I was like, oh, I have to speak now. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to introduce that other person that's part of the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, we always mess up an intro. We always do. Um, yeah. But, Caitlin, tell everybody about our guests. Like, tell them who it is. Tell, just, get, just spill it all. Just tell us everything. Yes. So, um, I've known this person for several years, um, and I will just go ahead and say her name is Amy from the YouTube channel and Instagram, Water's Wife. And I've known her, I think we actually met in, like, a Facebook group, and um, I just really like vibed with all of her her like energy like she has always been very like open but also like very chill and just kind of a, a cool human. Um, she talks about um, you know her kids and mom life. She talks about um, you know taboo topics that shouldn't be taboo like grief and she talks about you know loving your body um, in all forms and I just I see and love her. Um, and I even love, so she used to be from the Utah area and now she lives closer to me, which I'm very excited about that we could potentially meet up after this whole COVID thing is done, which I'm, I'm selfishly very excited about. Um, but she's amazing and you guys are going to love her. If you're not following her or if you've never heard of her before, you should definitely do all of those things immediately. Yeah, I know. I love how you talk about how you're going to meet up with her, even though yeah. we all know that even when it's not COVID time, you don't actually leave the house. <laughs> well, um, okay. I think that I'm going to want more social time because even as a big introvert, like, I think I've hit my limit of home time. Like, I'm ready to see at least a few people and, like, go to a couple of events and, like, get some of that energy. You know, good. I'm, I'm ready. Good. Well, I hope that you make it out to meet Amy because she is super cool. And I've been looking forward to this all week. And I I think that um, you guys are really in for a treat because her story is really awesome and inspiring. And um, she's 
she's funny and just has like a great personality and just just is all around just a beautiful person. And we're going to get to talk about some things that um, we haven't really talked about before on the show. Yeah, not um, on the show. You and I have talked about our Amazon yeah, and searches. Things. Yes, it's <laughs> things that Caitlin and I have discussed. And it's things that you guys have probably talked about with your girlfriends before, but we've never discussed on the show. So anyway, um, Amy, go ahead and join us. You are welcome to, um, you know, just welcome to Spice Chaos. We're so happy to have you here. Um, thank you for, for being with us. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. This is my first podcast. Yay! Yay. <laughs> we're so glad that we're here first. That's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Different, different, yes. but similar to what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what kind of lends, you know, the positive part. I love recording a YouTube video just like you do, Amy, but I like podcasting because I don't have to put on any makeup or anything. I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my voice, all they need. That's a bonus. <laughs> oh my gosh, isn't that the truth? And we 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 were talking before the show started, everybody, about how one day Caitlin and I might like to give you guys some video footage of us recording the show, but then we never, you know, get around to putting on makeup and stuff before we make a show. So um, this is a very different kind of yeah, this is a different kind of situation. <laughs> but when Amy said that she was, um, you know, this is her first podcast, we're so flattered that you're here. Like, thank you so much for, for being with us. Um, will you, you tell everybody, will you tell everybody like where they can find you, all the places on the internet and just kind of maybe even describe your channel a little bit just so everybody will kind of know um, what it is that you do. Yeah. Okay. So I love when people tell me or ask me to tell them what my YouTube is about because I'm like, um, it's about me <laughs> I don't know what else to say <laughs> it's in the name um so um I on almost every platform I'm water's wife I usually when new platforms come out like go grab my screen name and then sometimes I use it and sometimes I don't but I'm mostly on YouTube and Instagram um my YouTube started out just as you know, I was bored. We had just come to the decision that we were not going to have kids because we had been trying for so long. And, you know, just I was bored, really. I, all I was doing was working and being a housewife and I was bored. And um, but then magically, <laughs> two years later and two years into vlogging, I found out I was pregnant. So I vlogged our pregnancy and all of that. And, um, you know, like first time moms and you're kind of neurotic and you're thinking, um, you know, what's going on? I did not feel my son moving at 26 weeks. And so we went to the labor and delivery and we unfortunately found out that he passed away. He we later found out it was a brain hemorrhage and we delivered him stillborn. So then my channel kind of shifted into showing our grief and we had our camera in the hospital. We didn't know what we were going to show, but we wanted to film everything for ourselves. And we ended up showing, you know, creating a birth vlog of his stillbirth. And so we shared those videos, which went semi viral. I mean, they, there's three of them in total and two of them have uh, over 2 million views and so then it just, you know, like I said, like we went through our grief journey, the fresh grief, and then we found out we were pregnant with our daughter, <laughs> shockingly. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> and wow. so then wow. it was, 
documenting, mm-hmm. grieving, and now expecting another child. And now here we are. Our daughter is three and a half. So she is our surviving child and our living child. And it's just documenting life as a more mature aged woman <laughs> who I did quit my job. I'm spent, I'm a stay at home mom now. We just moved to the Pacific Northwest and all that. And so my Instagram is just kind of like a overflow of that, you know, just like photos that I take and um, every October on both Instagram and YouTube, I do videos and photos for pregnancy and infant loss awareness and um, but yeah, but I'm also a mom to a preschooler. So it's just kind of documenting my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That your story always just, I just, your story is so inspirational. I know that um, you may not always mean it to be because you're just show, showing your life and showing kind of what happens for you. But I always love the way that you talk about topics and the the cal- almost the calming way that you present them, even though they're hard topics. Mm. <laughs> um, and I also love that you, because uh, you were one of the first channels that I found, and one of the first videos that I watched of you was one of your workout videos. And I just love <laughs> that you were unabashedly like out there, um, you know, as a plus size woman, like yes. doing the things. And I just, you know, we're still still celebrating, you know, our body positivity month and self love month. So you know, we're very excited for that part too. Yeah, that was, oh, those were the days when I could actually like put the camera down and film my workouts. Now my daughter would just run off with it. But yeah, Yeah. I did a whole, my series was called Fat Girl Does. And Mm -hmm. this was before, like, right as people were just starting to be like, okay, I can own the term fat. Like, you know, that's fine. I'm going to use it. And I would get caught so many comments. You're not fat. And I'm like, well, I am. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm here. just going to use the word that I'm fine with. And right. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't, if you don't like it, then you don't use it. <laughs> but uh, those were the days. I don't, I, I still work out, but I don't film them anymore, ironically. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I cannot even imagine. Like, I can't, like, what, I can't imagine anybody wanting to watch me do that. <laughs> you would be surprised. I feel like a lot of people just want to see people in their regular life. Like <clears throat> I was telling you, I think Leanne a little while ago that I was watching a, I think she was an Instagrammer first, maybe a TikToker. Her name is Laura Cleary, but her and her husband sat down and did like a marriage counseling session and they filmed it all. And mm-hmm. you'd think that nobody would really maybe want to watch that, but it was amazing to watch. And my husband was home. So we had like a little mini counseling session on the side oh, and we're wow. talking about their topics. And it was just nice to see another couple talk about, you know, things that maybe are going on for us too. And I don't know. I just really like those real life moments. So I would watch you work out, Leanne. Long story. Yeah. Short. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and it's funny. I mean, I see, I catch myself watching people. I mean, you know how people will like speed up their workouts for their Instagram yeah. stories. I watch that stuff all the time. And then I look up like, why <laughs> yeah. am I watching this? Like, why am I staring at this? So I, yeah, I get it. Um, I think that that is awesome that that's the way you describe your channel. Like it's just about me. Um, because what, I mean, there's there's no reason, you know, for for us to be, I don't know, ashamed to say like, yes, I'm documenting my life. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's almost like if this many people are choosing to watch it and are enjoying it, then why not? I mean, like, 
there's no, I almost feel like that we as a society eat up that content and then still shame people for making it. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Is that, isn't that weird? It's like, we're like, oh my gosh, like look at these people who just vlog about their lives. They're so self-centered. But then we watch that stuff constantly all the time. Like we can't look away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I, I personally just think that, you know, that's great. You stand up and say, yes, I have a YouTube channel and it's about myself and my family and I'm proud of it. And, um, you know, I think that it's way cool that, you know, you have this awesome story and that people can watch this and be inspired by it or that it can comfort someone else in some kind of way. Um, and, you know, I want to ask you, what was that like at the time going through on the social media side of that? Were there people, was there any backlash at the time? Um, on did, losing were, my son? Right. Did people, were people upset that you, ba- that you, that you documented that for social media? Like did people, cause people, I mean, look at what they did to Chrissy Teigen recently. I mean, like people like clobbered her because she put that stuff on social media. Um, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, so did people have a hard time with that? I'm sure there, there was positive, you know, reception to it, of course, but I mean, was that hard? Did that make it harder or better? Or like, how did, how did that feel? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, there's so many layers. So, okay. Like, obviously we'll just get this out of the way that the positive far, far, far outweighed the negative. Um, but you could get a thousand positive comments and you get that one negative yeah. and it stings, you know? Oh. So, mm-hmm. um, so, I mean, I honestly think that that's probably the ratio at the beginning. Like, you know, so many positive and then you get a negative and you're like, oh, and it continues to this day. So it this summer will be five years that ago that he passed. And I just yesterday woke up to two messages that were shaming me for sharing. Oh, my and goodness. Um, and it's just, you know, I mean, I can talk about it like, oh, yeah, it's fine because it's such a normal part of my life now. That mm-hmm. um, and YouTube suggests that we that everyone across the board puts their comments on approval only. So all my comments are filtered. No one sees them unless I approve them. And so, I mean, I have to go through and and approve them. So I know if I'm not in a good mental state that I just don't check comments right away. And, oh, smart. You know, but uh, oh, my goodness, like you get everything and, you know, you've got really, really young kids that are unsupervised on the online and, and they don't know. And my son, you know, he wasn't, he was near fully formed, but he wasn't fully. And he, it was 42 hours of labor. And the instant that you pass away, you start to decompose. So, you know, he did not look like a brand new sparkling baby. He looked pretty rough. And so you've got these really young kids who don't understand what they're seeing and they don't have an adult with them to explain it. And so they just will say the the rudest thing. And and I, I have to assume that it's a young child because some of the things they say, you're like, no adult would say that. But yeah. you don't you don't know what these people's situations are who are commenting to you. Or you'll get other people who will say, well, I lost a kid and I would never, ever do that. But you don't know if they're just saying that, you know, do they really understand the pain or not, you know? Yes. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, even five years later, you still have it. And every time 
a celebrity goes through it, like a lost parent kind of has multiple levels of feelings because everybody on this planet is, is complex. We all have complex emotions and we can like when Chrissy lost her son, Jack, we, I, I can only speak for myself. (laughs) I mean, there's multiple levels of how I felt like immediately you feel such sorrow and then you start seeing all the articles and it's hard because, you know, people will put her up on a pedestal for sharing and you're like, well, us normal people have been sharing for years. So there's another layer of just, you know, thoughts. But the top layer is still you're sad for her. You're grateful that she's sharing because that's bringing a huger audience, more eyes on it. But you're also like, well, there's regular folks who share, too, that deserve praise, too. But then you see the comments and you're like, well, Chrissy might not see those comments, but look at all these lost parents who are seeing those comments and they are feeling like people are saying that to them. And, you know, it's it's just so complex and yeah. you just have to you just have to know yourself. And if you're not in the right mindset, you have to own your your trigger and it, it's one thing to tell people what your triggers are and hope that the people around you will respect that. But it's also another to, you know, grow into a place where you own your trigger and say, OK, that's triggering me. I need to do X, Y and Z that I know will help help heal my heart or, you know, hug my heart and keep me yeah. safe from this because uh-huh. nobody else can pull you out of it but yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, I understand that on a different level, I suppose, because I've gone through early pregnancy losses. I haven't ever mm-hmm. lost a pregnancy at a later stage. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the complex emotions of grief come, I think, no matter when you're when you lose a pregnancy, of course, it's you know, it's different. But um, and I think Leanne has experienced an early pregnancy loss as well. But yeah, we. I think that I understand those that complexity of those emotions for sure. Absolutely. Yes, well, and anything that you know at this point, you know, all three of us have decided to put at least some parts of our lives, uh, you mm-hmm. know, on social media and out mm-hmm. for the public to consume. And anytime that you do that, you do open yourself up to both the positive and the negative aspects right. of other people's opinions. Um, right. And you know, I think that. Caitlin and I have dealt with some pretty sensitive topics here on the show. I mean, as as many topics as one can cover. I mean, we've talked about so many different things. Um, But, you know, when when you experience something like that in your life and you choose to share it with your audience, you know, it's almost like, you know, you've made this choice. But the responsibility that you have there for other people that are going to go through this and see it and experience it with you you know, having to monitor, not monitor, but, you know, go through those comments, you wouldn't want for a comment to slip through that would hurt someone else that's going through Mm -hmm. the same thing too, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, Chrissy Teigen might not have been able to, you know, filter every single nasty comment that came through on her Instagram post. But like, if you're filtering that, then you're not going to let some nasty thing come through that hurt you and might hurt someone else. So, you you know, you know, so it's like you almost are able to kind of take care of your audience in a way and that, you know, and doing that and not letting them, you know, be touched by that nastiness that might come through because people are 
braver than they should be when they're in front of their keyboards. They certainly Um, are. (laughs) Yes. And they say things that are ugly and people have, you know, people have their opinions on things. And, um, you know, I, I personally think that one of my favorite things about, you know, Instagram and YouTube and social media is that, you know, if there is something that I'm going through in my life, there's probably a content creator that's been through it and has vlogged about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can find something or someone that, that can relate to whatever it is, because like I'm going through, you know, divorce and, you know, the stuff that I'm going through in my life right now. And there are content creators that, you know, have vlogs for me right now, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like there's people that have been through what I'm going through. So, you know, I think it's awesome that, that you, that you have, you know, been strong enough to put that, that out there. And, you know, five years, you say five years, like that sounds like a long time, but it can't feel like a long time. Um, (laughs) that, you know, there's, there's not, it's not like you ever kind of get over something like that. So, um, has, has having an audience like this, I mean, I guess you can't compare it to anything else, but Do you think that the audience has, uh, you know, been able to help you with your grief? Have they been supportive? And, um, you know, do you think that that was helpful? Yeah. I mean, people rally on. um, Yeah. Like, truthfully, I don't know what I would have done without YouTube. Um, So going back and rewinding, it took, you know, 42 hours of labor before because I had to get induced and, you know, it just was, my body was not wanting to <laughs> open up and let go. And, um, in that, in that time frame, I did actually turn to YouTube to try and find, like, know what to expect because nobody in my, I had several cousins who had had stillbirths. Um, and it just didn't really register with me at the time because it didn't, you know, it just, seemed like something that would never happen to me but nobody in my immediate family did who was there with us and I didn't know what to expect what is he going to look like I'd never had you know given birth before I didn't know what it was going to feel like and so I did turn to YouTube and I found a lot of videos of people talking but not a lot of videos showing you know like a, a birth vlog like not actually showing them coming out but you know just like you know a birth vlog and so that's actually when we decided that when I felt strong enough and when I felt ready to edit it that I wanted to share what I felt comfortable with and Mm -hmm. we probably only ended up sharing about 10% of what we filmed because just being vloggers I wanted to film every teeny tiny bit because I knew this was the only time I would have with him you know and and so while also while we were in the hospital word started getting around in the the vlogger group you know Mm -hmm. not just viewers but the fellow vloggers and in Utah in Utah at the time there was quite a strong community and they just rallied around and started like a GoFundMe and started they found another vlogger who had had a loss and she actually came and sat with us after our family left for the night after he was born and just shared with us how she was feeling and she was like a year, year and a half out. And so then when we did, um, you know, fast forward to when we did put up the video, just everyone circled around us because everyone had kind of followed our journey of we're not having kids surprise. We are having a child. They'd followed his pregnancy 
and we felt we owed it to them also to share, you know, what we could share, what we felt like we could share and just, just everybody circled around. And, and I have this, you know, chronic, uh, <laughs> troll who always comments when I do make loss videos and says that I'm always talking about my loss, even that I could put out 10 videos of Mallory, my living child, and one video of Beckett, and she will do just the Beckett video and say, you're always filming about this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but even her comments bring bring the smile to my face and make me laugh because I'm like, oh, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, okay, like, there's so-and-so with her comment. We knew it was going to come. What is she going to say this time? And, um, you know, and, and five years out, I, I have had um, trauma therapy that I've gone through and that's been insanely helpful but it helps to just sit down and just look at my little camera and just say everything on my mind and sometimes I just delete it or sometimes I edit it and I cut out you know five minutes of it and just use that to show or you know and it can be all over the place and I publish it and just everybody comes out and like, that's how I felt. I feel this too, or I can relate to that. And, and when it does actually sometimes make me sad when people say, oh, I only had an early loss. We don't have to compare. Like it's just, it's just grief. Grief is grief. It does. It could be your, your grandparent, your sibling, your aunt, your uncle, your early miscarriage, your late miscarriage, your stillbirth, your dog, like to me personally, grief is grief. And if you understand grief, then you can understand and have empathy for what someone else is going through, you know? For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's really, it's, it's interesting because um, I feel like that over the course of the past year and our listeners are aware, you know, of, of what's going on in mine and Caitlin's life over the past year, just because they've you know been around. But I, um, you know, my, my marriage has split up over the course of the past year and I have <laughs> grieved that, um, yeah. you know, in lots of different ways. And, um, um, grief is so weird because, you know, the process that you have to go through, you know, to get through something is like, you take these little baby steps, you know, to mm -hmm. like get past things and to accept things and move yeah. forward. But then every little baby step that you take, like rips open the wound again, and then you have to grieve yeah. again. But you yep. can't go around it. You have to go through it. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't go around it. And it's like, I feel like, especially in like my situation, I have tried so many different ways to get around it. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yes, I keep trying, have. like I keep trying to move around it and like get around it. But then like every time I try, I end up like just getting smacked in the face with it. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, I think that no matter what, you know, kind of loss or grief that you experience, just having, having like the community to kind of rally around you is so very helpful, even when it mm -hmm. feels like it's just strangers. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Because our listeners like, yeah, we don't really know them, but at this point, they know been with them. Us for so long. Yeah. like they're not strangers, you <laughs> right. know, and it's like, right. you know, when something goes on in our life and we talk about it on the show and then they come out in the DMS and support us, Mm -hmm. Um, that feels really good, even though we haven't met them in real life. So, you know, I can see how, um, you could say like YouTube was definitely like, 
you know, a, a great place for you um, at that time. So I, that's, I love that you, that you had that. And, you know, the rest of us are of course grateful that you documented everything. And um, maybe we should talk about Mallory now. Um, yeah. because, <laughs> I mean, three is the hardest age. Now, oh, Kayla oh. may not agree because she's, what are you? I'm, I mean, five you know, is feeling rough Harrison's, right now. Harrison, no, she's feeling rough. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. How, how's three going? Because three for me was like the hardest with both of mine. So I just, what's, how's she doing at three? Oh, oh don't say five is the hardest. Well, also, no, here's so the boy child. And Delilah, I feel like, just cruised through every year except 13 right now feels very challenging. So maybe right. you'll cruise for a while until her teen years. I, okay, three has. I okay. I really just wanted her to be three because I was like, when she's potty trained, it'll be great. She'll be able to communicate with me. But we we hit a pandemic, and then we moved her, you know, twelve hours away from her aunt and her grandmas and <laughs> any friends that she had made. And so now I'm with her constantly. <laughs> We're together 24-7, yeah. and mm-hmm. we just are driving each other nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now she's hit, like, some sleep regression where she's waking up multiple times at night. So I don't even get a break at night. And I'm just like, oh, it's a good thing you have become the cutest little thing because, <laughs> oh, it's rough. It's really rough. Three's hard. Yes, yes. And <laughs> that's the thing is that they are so cute at that age. And when they're being pleasant, they can say some of the most remarkable things. Yeah. You know? And you're like, how in the world did you learn to say that sentence? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you just can't believe that someone that small can put together some of the things that they come up with. I remember, but at the same time, it's like, they're only just now coming to terms with their emotions for the first time. And they're mm-hmm. too small to hold it all in. Yep. You know, and they just, they rebel against all those feelings and they're just like little time bombs walking around all the time. I remember, oh, yes. it was so hard. So when you said that she was three, I was like, oh, she's got, she's in the thick of it right now. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest. Yeah. Well, um, okay. So, and then the pandemic. Wow. So you made a lot of interesting <laughs> choices during the pandemic, different yeah, choices know. than we made. Cause Caitlin <laughs> yeah. and I feel like we've been at home, um, in our old ratty leggings. since the, the, beginning of the pandemic. Oh, I'm in leggings. Um, <laughs> I told my husband though, like, do not go back to work until the pandemic is over because I need, I need some extra hands around here. <laughs> because I mean, I'm yeah. still working full time. Like I'm still teaching virtually and. Oh Yeah. And Harrison is just a mile a minute. That kid cannot sit still. He is almost like verging on what I would call a feral child. <laughs> he needs <laughs> constant movement all the time. And then Delilah, well, you know, just a 13-year-old man. It's funny because, like, I've been teaching my ninth graders Lord of the Flies, like, for the past yeah. year. And <laughs> when I picture all the characters from Lord of the Flies, I just picture Harrison running around on an island, just <laughs> yeah, feral. <laughs> Chasing after a wild boar. Just <laughs> Yeah. We watched, um, I don't know if you're familiar with, but we watched Naked and Afraid recently. And after we watched a couple of episodes, he went out to our front yard and started setting some traps and told us he was going to catch some squirrels and all this Oh, stuff. dear. 
so he, he's an outdoorsy kind of guy. <laughs> he's ready. Well, and I don't know. Five, five is pretty cool. Um, you know, Caitlin might have a special situation. Um, well, but I feel like you can see their brain development at that time. Like, like, I don't know, like a month ago, he could not count to 10. And all of a sudden, like he can. And he's like getting just those skills. Like you can see that it's clicking more because of where he's at developmentally. So that part is cool. And then like watching Delilah basically become like a tiny woman. I'm, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> just yeah. Yeah, it is. I know. Um, so my daughter spent a little bit of extra time with her dad this month because um, she and him just kind of have a special relationship. And, you know, just since the separation, she's been having some anxiety. So um, he's, he kept her for a little extra time this month. And um, so I haven't seen her in about three weeks and I picked her up today. Um, and it was really, it's just been really interesting because after just not seeing her for three weeks, she's seven. She seems like she's grown up in like three weeks, you know, like it's, it's interesting to see how much change happens in such a short amount of time. Um, but yeah, I don't think that you need to be scared of five. I think five is a fun age. And I think that, you know, Harrison, all ages, all ages are cool in some ways and hard in other ways. Yeah. 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 I think think you could ask me about any age for both of my kids and I'd be like, yeah, this part sucked, but this part was really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's kind of true. So, all right. If quarantine, you guys moved, um, so it wasn't was, quite by choice. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's clarify that. All right. Because we're very introverted and very much wanting to abide by all the guidelines too. Um, I'll just say, so what happened is, is that in the end of 2019, we thought my parent, okay, my parents went on a church mission for their church and they were going to be gone for 18 months and their house was sitting vacant. And we thought this would be a really good time for us to finally move to the Pacific Northwest. What if we sold our house, move into my parents' house and save on no mortgage, no rent for a year, and then we'll move just in time for our daughter to start um, her second year of preschool. So we sold our house. Our house sold in February of 2020. And in the mid-March, as you know, everything shut down. And my parents called and said, hi, we have to come home. <laughs> They're sending us home. Yeah. And oh, <laughs> we're like, oh, we're in your house. So they, <laughs> thankfully, they have a vacation home that they flew they flew home, went straight there to quarantine at their vacation home. And we made as as quick of arrangements as we could, had a really awesome rental property kind of fall into our laps. And so uh, we got the news that we ha- that they were coming back in March. And then the first weekend of May, we packed up all of our stuff and moved here <laughs> just outside of Portland. Oh, wow. Wow! And now we've been inside this house since then. So we've been quarantining like everyone else. But (laughs) so we're back. I mean, but we we've tried to go on little adventures as as we can that are safe. 
but and yeah. explore a new new area. But part of why we wanted to live here, not the big reason, but one thing that we were excited for was all the amazing seafood. We can't go to any restaurants. Oh, <laughs> we're, so we're like just far enough away from Portland that it, you know, to go get takeout. And by the time we brought it home, it wouldn't be still warm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't want to chance our daughter sitting, you know, whatever the 25% capacity, like we're not going to do that. So, so yeah, we've been here for almost a year and we've not had any of the delicious food. Oh, <laughs> oh no. That's a shame. You can take a food cart adventure. That, a food cart adventure sounds safe. Yes, we have frequented a few food carts, but but like all of these restaurants we have booked, we're like, oh man, it's so close yet so far away. I, and probably oh. hard too because you want to support them right now. You're like, please just hang in there. Right. The yes. Pandemic, don't close. Yeah. <laughs> because there yeah. have been a lot. Like I've seen quite a few that have gone under during this pandemic yeah. and they just can't hang in. Right. Some of my faves. Um, oh, so that is sad. Yeah. Well, and Portland is one of those, it's like a food and beer kind of city, mm-hmm. like it's just kind of the vibe. And yeah. so there's a lot of like little kitschy like places that have been around for a long time, but they are just not yeah. able to hang in. Yep. It's been a bummer. Mm. <laughs> well, what a fun place to move to though, because at least, at least you move to a place though, that there's a lot of outdoor things to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the numbers um, are going down. Good job, yes. Portland and Washington. <laughs> yeah, yeah. North, <laughs> North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Oh, Our they are? are going down, too. Yes, they are. I, mm-hmm. I swear the vaccine is already working. Maybe that's yes. in my head, but I feel like it's already working. Well, according so. to North Carolina's governor, it must be, because he is, <laughs> he's, yes, he is, he has said out loud, like, the numbers are starting to look better, and he is going to start um, lifting some of our stay-at-home Oh. mandates so nice yes um that's that's great is our year it's coming yeah. <laughs> yes well we've been saying that about every year for like the past three years and I'm still waiting I know. Um, <laughs> I'm still waiting for so my year be, to come won't it be crazy though when we have like grandchildren or even even if our kids choose to not have kids like just young people that we can tell about these things be like yeah the yeah. epidemic of 2020 <laughs> Right. Oh, I know it was so crazy. And, you know, and then Amy, you'll be able to say, well, yeah, you know, we were going to save for a year, but nope, um, (laughs) that didn't happen. Um, No, I know. And I have friends who have gotten pregnant during this time, during the pandemic. And I'm like, so many, so many pregnancies. Not not us, but that's because (laughs) what else? I don't want. Well, what else is there to do right now? Really? Then get pregnant. (laughs) Um. How are people finding time? Because, like, I, we have not been on a date. We were thinking about it the last time that we were alone. So my parents did come out to visit us. Um, They they didn't go back. They are back out on their mission, by the way, ironically enough. Their house is back vacant. But they came to visit us before they left. And we went to um, go, like, we were like, okay, let's go try and have a, a massage. Well, the COVID restrictions made it so that we had to do it separately. (laughs) So even our date wasn't a date. So the last time my husband and I were alone together was when we bought our car a year ago, last February. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's (laughs) the last time Brian Mm -hmm. and I were alone together. But I will say, you just have to be creative and maybe like plan it out, schedule it, put it on a calendar somewhere. (laughs) Plan it out. That's right. Put it in your planner. (laughs) That's right. 
So, all right. So if you're a stay at home mom and you guys got up and moved in the middle of quarantine, like that kind of answers our question. Like how has quarantine been for you? If you guys have just been like at home in your new house. So my question is, is your new house like perfect? Like is your new place where you're living? Like, have you got it like you want it? I mean, if you guys are just at home now, like you must've had a lot of time to just kind of put it together exactly how you wanted it. I have a follow-up question. Can you ever have your house perfect when you have a toddler? Right. Well, well, toddler perfect, you know, yeah, (laughs) you know, it's kind of funny. So it's a rental, so it's not that great. I mean, it's great. Let's be real. This is a really great house. We feel very safe and very lucky to be here. But um, like I can't like build shelves into the walls and, you know, but um, we (laughs) oh, man, guys, on top of everything. Uh, the the kitchen flooded in December. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so Come they had to now. gut the entire bottom floor of the house <laughs> to repair oh, it. Oh my goodness! And we had to go stay at an Airbnb for the month of December. We moved back in Christmas Eve, oh, so no. we couldn't even go back to Utah for Christmas. But it's fine. But so our whole, so everything I had, like, I put up a whole huge gallery wall that had to come down because they had to repaint the walls. And then I put the gallery wall back up and then it snowed, what, two weeks ago, Caitlin? A week ago, two weeks ago. And we got it, we got an ice dam in our gutter and it flooded (laughs) through the wall. (laughs) And so now they have to come repair the wall and I have to take my gallery wall down again. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's not going very well. Our furnace and our hot water heater and oh, our no. Wi-Fi to the, oh, to the snow. Yeah, uh, <laughs> our neighborhood experienced a power surge. And apparently, just word to the wise, they make a whole house power surger thing. So if that happens, but it fried the circuit board in our furnace and built or like blew out a fuse in the, the tankless water heater. Thankfully, it was only those things and my husband knew how to fix most of it but man that was like when we went to turn the heat back on and it's like 28 degrees we're like um (laughs) yeah yikes wow but see your (laughs) your story your you know your story of all the things that have happened to you though at this house though sound kind of like Caitlin's just last three weeks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> no, I keep texting Leanne. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm going to make the show today. <laughs> oh no. I know. It's like, I'm every time I get a text message from her, I'm like scared to look at my phone. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like what has happened to her now? Godzilla is in my backyard. I know, Our ducks everything. ate some uranium and now they're 60 feet tall. I know. Oh it's like, yes. Every time, every time she texts me, there's some disaster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I was um, promised that 2021 would be better. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. And no. we have already discussed that we're ready to return it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But with the date of the show airs is a Monday and it's March 1st. So mm-hmm. we are all starting over. Like we're going to, I'm going to give 2021 another chance. I am. Yeah, the Monday start in a planner is a beautiful the, thing. Yes. Yeah, speaking of planners, Amy, how do you keep your plans? Like, you know that we've discussed that we're a planner girl podcast. So we have to yeah. ask you about your, your planner situation. You have, you know, you have your, your YouTube channel and all of the things like that. You must have a lot to keep straight. So how do you keep your plans organized? What are you using? Oh, it's all in my head. 
<laughs> I have about five planners that I've gotten, like, all the stickers, all of the pens, all of the, like, I wanted to use them. But they just, I it doesn't happen. I can't, I can't commit. I can't stick with it. And I don't understand why. Because I am a very much, like, I have a five-year plan. And I stick to, like, I, I have all of these goals for the next five years, but you try to make me plan out a month, and I'm like, I don't know. I have a calendar on my fridge, and I just write on it, and that's the best I can do. Oh, I hate it. So so you don't plan out your YouTube content then? So you don't know, like, no. from day to day, like, what's going up on YouTube or what's going up on Instagram or anything? No, and I... and. I, I just fly by the seat of my pants <laughs> because that's also wow. that's more real life. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it sure is. Um, and you know, so like with my channel and like with Caitlin's channel, so like we, we make videos of like our hands in our planners, you know? Right. So you're going to see a video of like, okay, so here's my week in my planner and here I am putting down my stickers for this particular week. So, mm -hmm. you know, it might be, you know, March 1st through 7th or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you might see, um, you know, a, a video of like, here's a flip through of a new sticker book that I just picked up, you know, at a craft store or something like that's the kind of content that you would find on a, one of our channels. And we do plan that out. Like we know, you know, okay, so on Monday I'm going to have this video and on Tuesday I'm going to have this one. And we kind of do that, you know, ahead of time. So we do kind of keep that in our, in our, in our, like on our planners, we have social media planners, but I guess if you're going to do like a lifestyle vlog, you don't really have to keep up with that stuff. You just kind of turn the camera on whenever you're ready. Yeah. So I, I watch videos like that planner videos. I love them because like I said, like, I mean, I'm very into art and painting. I used to scrapbook back in the day. Um, a ton, like me and my girlfriends would get together and have scrapbook parties, but for whatever reason, and it's not just, it even started before kids, but like, I just couldn't stick with it. But with my YouTube channel, I kind of have some buffer ones. So like, I'll sit down and talk about my grief. Um, So if I do like a sit down, I'll kind of have a little bank of those for like a day for like, you know, I, I have set days that my videos go up, but if we're having yeah. like a lower, like a slow week or Mallory's just not wanting to be filmed, I'm going to respect that. I don't want to film her. So I'm not, I don't really, I don't have much going on, so I'm not really filming me. So then I'll just use one of my sit downs as yeah. like a filler for that day. I mean, I don't have a ton. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to think I have this like whole catalog. I just have like one or two that I just try to like keep on hand Right. And, um, so I've, I've got like that kind of thing, but yeah, it's just kind of, you know, like I get up, I put, I, I put on my makeup that day and I say, Hey, let's just film what we're doing today. So like last week we went to Target so my daughter could spend $5 and I just, the whole vlog was her picking out a toy and the machine not taking her $5 bill <laughs> and the adventures of coming home and opening the toy. Like that was the whole vlog. It, we're not a toy review channel by any means, right. but that was, that no. was that vlog, you know, and it was just fun. It's fun for me to think back of like, well, that's her first time that she went to, she calls target the circle store. That's the first yeah, time we went cute. to the circle store and she picked out something and she paid for it. And now I'll have that memory, you know? So those yeah. type of things, like I just can't really like plan it. Just 
kind of organically happened. I just took the camera along with us, you know? Okay. So, and when you do that, do you have a, like a camcorder that you use or do you just use your phone or how does that work? So I have a Sony camera, like a, it's kind of like a point and shoot. Uh, mine's actually yeah. one that they made specifically with vloggers in mind. Um, oh, I nice. could tell you the name of it, but I have had an hour and a half of sleep last night and it has completely <laughs> escaped me right yeah. now. I think it's similar to the one that I have, Leanne, because I have the Sony A5000. Okay, so yeah. you just like bust out that camera. And yeah, I had that. Like... I had that one. I It's it's different, but it, it's still yeah. Sony. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. very, very similar to that one. So yeah, I just it's small enough that I can just keep it in my my bag. And then, yeah, if something happens, I just, or if I have a random fleeting thought, just p- pull it out, say it, yep. put it back. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I do with my shopping vlogs, Leanne. I do get some stares, I will say. Some people are like, why are you just talking to your camera in your car? But <laughs> mm-hmm. All the <laughs> time. And, yeah. And then, so, Caitlin, when you do your shopping vlogs, you just haul your camera into Michael's <laughs> yeah, and then I'm and like just... I'm like filming the row of planners I'm sure that looks really normal but that's how I do it well I mean it may not look normal to the other people that are shopping there but you know when you yeah. watch the vlog it looks great so okay I bet um, I bet yeah. more people now know that it's vlogging but then mm-hmm. I, I think in my head I think that they're now thinking like oh my gosh who are you to be vlogging like right. you're not like this big YouTuber or anything, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel but that the too. Thing about, yeah. But then the thing about it is, is that you're probably never going to see those people again. Exactly. So, and that, you know. that's how I, my, I let it go with my anxiety. That's how I do. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to see you again. It's fine. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it's almost, I almost wish, you know, that I could hide the camera somewhere on me, but then I would just look like a crazy person talking to myself. Right. The cool glasses would be a really good idea for vloggers. Like if we could get some kind of like hidden situation that'd be cool yeah yeah that would be great so well um, there's a picture of us hiking and I have leggings on you know how they have like the side pocket that's just meant for your phone I've got on one side I had my phone and then the other side I had my camera shoved in so this picture is so cute me and my daughter walking but it looks like I have this giant growth on the side of my leg from my camera and I'm like "Eh, it's fine (laughs) it's whatever yeah vlogger life yep oh my gosh that is so cute Because, see, I'm thinking about, like, kind of starting to morph my planner channel kind of more towards, like, a lifestyle vlog channel. I mean, I want to keep the planner content in there, too. Um, But I don't know how to vlog. Like, I really don't. And I've tried a little bit. And, you know, Caitlin has said, people like your vlogs that you did. And I'm just kind of like, I felt so awkward and so weird when I was walking down the street, like, with the camera and, you know, (laughs) trying to do that. I think that comes at the beginning of it. Oh, yeah. So when you first start, you kind of feel weird. Okay, because like, you know, then we have people that we've had on the show that I love their vlogs. And, you know, they'll just, you know, get up in the morning and they set their camera up and they're just like talking to the camera while they're making their coffee. And I'm just like, (laughs) I just don't know if I could. I I want to be able to do that. But I just don't don't know. First of all, I look like full on, you know, (laughs) like just I look like death warmed over in the morning. Like, I do not know how these vloggers look so beautiful in the morning. But like you said, you get up, you take your shower, you put your makeup on, and then you're like, here's what we're doing today. So, you know, if that was part of my day, I guess I could see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, you get used to it. But like I said, my camera is built for vloggers, and it has, like, a beauty filter. (laughs) 
<laughs> like a mid, oh. a low, mid, and high beauty filter. But sometimes okay. I scare myself because, like, Mallory will be doing something funny first thing in the morning. I grab the camera off the counter and film her, and then I flip it over to myself, and I, like, almost jump because I'm like, oh, I don't have my face yes. on yet. And then I'm like, yes. okay, I'm just going to talk anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, th- there have been times when I have done my vlogs and I have just accepted that, you know, Nope, I haven't done any maintenance to this face in a while. And then, and then um, there's me that goes on to my, my shopping vlog, like, probably two or three days out from a shower. And I'm like, you're getting what I give you. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's just how it is right now. But it's real life. <laughs> yeah, it's real life. That's it. Yeah. I mean, and we can move right now into self-love and body positivity and confidence and all the things that we want to talk about. Because, um, you know, I, I mean, seriously, I guess... Uh, you don't want to look so bad in your vlogs that people don't want to watch you. But I mean, I don't, I don't know right. any of us. But then is that a, a them problem or is that a you problem? Mm. It's definitely a them problem. Valid. I don't think. Yeah. yeah that's, and yeah, like that's I said, definitely you're gonna, a them you are problems. going to get what I give you. If me wearing makeup <laughs> is the deciding factor of whether you're going to watch my vlog or not, then I probably don't want you to watch my videos anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's very true same with the Um, nails like if I don't have nails on and I'm showing a planner or something and somebody comments on it or if one of my nails is like jacked up or something I probably don't want you to like (laughs) continue to watch and like pick my body apart anyway right yeah I know don't come to the channel to pick me apart but people do I mean that is you know that is what people do yeah, but um, I, I always say that that's, like, a them problem. Like, that is yeah. them, like, displacing their insecurities onto me. That's not a me problem. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I true. I love that. Yeah. So, um, so where would you say that you are, Amy, with your, like, you know, self-love, body positivity journey? Like, are you feeling like you've arrived? Or, are you, <laughs> like, how are you? Oh. How are you feeling? <laughs> you know, I, oh, it's such an interesting place because I still have my major insecurities and my weight being something that I have had to address my, practically my whole life. Um, I still am very, very insecure about that. And, and I do, for me personally, I don't necessarily put on makeup for others. I, I just personally feel better about myself when I put on makeup. Um, and they made it like mm-hmm. a goal, like when we lost Beckett, that I would still get out of bed and do, you know, at least some bare minimum makeup just to get myself going each day. Mm-hmm. So so in that regard, I've kind of accepted it. And, and it's so true what they say, like the older you get, the less you care, like, you know, the less f words that you give exactly (laughs) but so it's so very true but um but there's still my days my insecurities and already being you know fat and then having this pandemic and you know going through different levels of depression over that like you know I I feel like I've gained more weight as I think most people have it's been a very open discussion that people have been having so I still have my days but yeah for the most part I'm okay I feel like that I think we're always most of us especially in the like body positivity community are kind of a work in progress because like I'm over here saying like you get what I give you but then 
I'm looking at footage and like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have pimples on my face or I, you know, you can see my PCOS little chin hairs or, you know, mm-hmm. you can see my mm-hmm. belly outline in my pants. Like I still think critically about those things. And I, it's still something that I have to, I do still have to work on because I don't know, that's, that stuff sticks with you. Right. Totally. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I think that that's been like one of the one things that has kept me from putting myself in front of the camera is that I just don't know that I am confident in like, I ha- I can talk all this big talk about like, you know, feeling confident in myself. And when I go out, I feel like that I do present like a fairly confident, you know, personality or disposition or whatever. But you know, when making a vlog or like, putting on, you know, the clothes that we get sent from Chic Soul and like doing like a try on video or whatever, that would be very scary for me. I feel like the more that you do it, though, the the more you get used to seeing what your image actually looks like. Because the first couple of times when I posted a picture of myself in a bikini, I was like, whoa, (laughs) all right, okay, there's a there's a whole lot of lady there. But um, the more that I do it, and the more that I see things like, you know, my round face or my belly line in my jeans, that's just normal to me. That's just how my body looks, even though it's hard to not, you know, pick that apart. Um, I think I think if you give it a shot, it might feel easier than you're thinking it will be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're Practice probably right. Practice makes perfect. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're just, probably yeah, right. Definitely. I think it's like the voice thing. Like, I don't know if this happened for you, Amy, but the first couple of videos that I put out hearing my voice back recorded was like nails on a chalkboard. I don't know why I did not want to hear my own voice, (laughs) but the more that I did it, I was like, well, that's just what my voice sounds like. It's fine. Right. I hate my voice, but that is probably one of the more common compliments I get is people saying that they, that my voice is soothing. And I'm like, how, how is my voice soothing? Like I have allergy scratchy voice and I like it's just they obvious everyone is obviously hearing something different than I'm hearing well and I was actually gonna say that when you first came on the show I was like you have the perfect podcaster voice you should have a podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I I can't I still can't I can't hear it (laughs) but that's that's, but Caitlin and I like when I first started podcasting I just decided I'm going to get used to the sound of this and I'm not going to worry about it anymore because I yep. used to hate listening to the sound of my own voice too, but I got used to it. And I guess, you know, looking at myself on camera, I'll get used to it. I mean, that would be yeah. the same. You're right. You're probably yep. right. Um, totally. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm feeling very inspired. I love when we have Yay. guests on the show, Caitlin. And when they uh-huh. leave, I'm just like, yeah, my life is going to be better now. <laughs> Oh man, every time um, I watch one of Amy's videos, it feels like a mini therapy session. Like, oh I'm like you're just so calming. And I just love, <laughs> I just love listening again to your take on topics. It's just, it's the best. Oh, oh well, I'm going to, I plan to spend my evening tonight. Like, so my children and I are going to watch Jurassic Park this evening after we finish with the podcast. That's our plan is um, Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. This is my son's birthday week. So oh. he gets to pick. Yes. Yeah, so he gets to pick all of our movies. He's turning 10 this week, y'all. I have a 10 year old. Oh, my goodness. Um, I know. I can't believe I've been a mom for 10 years. Um, it's oh. just insane. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to watch Jurassic Park tonight. But when we finish that, I think I'm just going to go binge on your videos, Amy. And I'm just going to oh, just gosh. let the inspiration just wash <laughs> over me. 
Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I hope it doesn't disappoint. See, now I feel the pressure. I'm like, oh, man, no. which video no, are you, you going to go watch? No, don't feel any pressure because you already made those videos. Like, right. you know, the pressure yeah, now, They're already the pressure now is on to make new ones. Now you just have to keep it up. Like, okay, so you've got me now, but if you want to keep me watching, you got to keep, keep the interesting stuff coming. Every um, Monday and Friday. <laughs> so um, speaking of interesting content, y'all, Amy has a new sponsor, and we want to talk about it. Yeah. And so this is the um, PG-13 content that we warned you all about. So if you have them yeah. in the room, find their earmuffs or let them watch their iPads for a little bit while you are listening to this section of the show. Yeah. So she drew our attention to this post on Instagram, which I don't know if she really would have had to. I think that we would have noticed it on our own. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> um, why don't you, why don't, just, just fill us in on who is sponsoring you now, and we'll talk about why it is so very important to self-love this month. Yes. And if they want to so, sponsor the show, they're welcome. Right. Yes. Oh, totally. they totally could. Oh, and they were a dream to work with. They were so fantastic and so oh, understanding. I'm, I'm going to get in touch with them, Caitlin. Yeah. I'm going to call them. Send them an email. <laughs> oh, you'll be touching in more than one way. <laughs> yes. Oh, brace yourself, guys. All right. Buckle up. Here we go. Okay. So I check my email one day and I have an email from a company called Vush. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's an Australian based company. It's V-U-S-H. And I immediately was like, oh my gosh, because I had seen a few other people do ads with them. They are a vibrator company. And I was like, are they really reaching out to me? <laughs> because <laughs> no I mean I don't I just didn't understand why and I started reading and they were just like you know we want to have people of all different body types and all different walks of life to um share our product but that requires you to talk about self-love and I was and the whole like premise of their company is like empowering uh, they they kept talking empowering women and stuff, but I I dropped the word woman from all of my verbiage on that particular ad, um, and just talked about folks with a clitoris. Like you yeah. will like this. <laughs> yes, all and, right, um, love it. And I I already had a clit vacuum. So I knew that I liked the product and they sent me theirs to try out. And I loved it even more than the one I had. And I was like, Oh my goodness, I love this. And, um, in less about just their particular brand, although honestly, I mean, they're obviously not paying me for this part. <laughs> like that's all said right. and done, but right. I genuinely like loved working with them. They were so understanding when, you know, during the whole um, Congress attack and everything, I just kind of went withdrawn for a little bit. I had to like take a little mental break and they were so great to be like, okay, when do you think, do you know, when do you think you'd be ready? We don't want to rush you. We just want to rearrange. And they were just so wonderful to talk me through everything and make sure that I felt safe and secure. And, and it was just so amazing. And like their product is so great to use alone or with a partner. And 
It's probably one of the few self-care things that I actually am still able to do with a toddler in the house, you know, because I don't have I and with during the pandemic, I can't just go get a massage at any random place. I can't I haven't gone to go get my nails done. I haven't gone to get my hair done since 2019. <laughs> you know, right. no, like it's struggling. I, I <laughs> But to, to, you know, I get my daughter down for the night and then I have however many hours till she wakes back up to have me time. And that's where my body is mine. I'm, I don't have her hanging off of me. Um, if my husband is here or not, like if he's in his game room or not, like it is just my body. I get to call the shots. I get to decide what is going to make me feel good. And uh, genuinely, their product made me feel good. (laughs) I know before the show, Leanne was like, I didn't know I needed to vacuum it. (laughs) Oh, you if you have not vacuumed, you need to vacuum. Yeah. Okay. So so looking back on mine and Caitlin's relationship, um, I feel that Caitlin may have mentioned this something similar to this to me in the past. Yes, I sent you an Amazon link. <laughs> okay. She said you need something with suction. Yes. Yes. It's not and a want, I... it's like a need. <laughs> right. Okay. Well it is. could you send me send me the link again, Caitlin, because it's okay. obviously I've lost it. Okay. <laughs> um but anyway, she she tells me that I need something with suction and I was like, well I don't I did I wasn't in a hurry, you know, because like what right. I have works fine. And, um, you know, if it ain't broke, then, (laughs) you know, and what, you know, and what I have also came from Amazon because, you know, that's where everything comes from now because you can't leave the house. Mm -hmm. Discreet packaging. Um, Discreet packaging. Yes. Because (laughs) anything could be in those Amazon boxes. So I just, you know, now that you... Why is Caitlin's going to be like, so why did you not listen to me? So when Amy told you that you need it, now you're going to get it. But when <laughs> no, it's I told because you, we you need like, more than one reference. I get it. I understand. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So it's like now that now that there have been two people that have said something about it, I'm like, OK, so maybe this really is a thing. Like you are only the second person to ever mention vacuuming to me. I think <laughs> so, one of our former guests was also sponsored by them. Well, mm, she yeah. didn't say anything to me about it, though, did she? <laughs> well, she didn't. I'm just saying, there's your third recommendation. If, if you're looking for some more vacuum recommendations. Okay, okay. So, all right. So, we're going to get a Roomba and a Bush. All right. So, that's what we need. Two different kinds of vacuums. Going into your new relationship. <laughs> yes. New marriage essentials. <laughs> yes. New marriage. Oh, yes. The new marriage essentials. Um <laughs> Um, I'm going to put together a gift basket of vacuum cleaner <laughs> things. The vacuum. Yes. Um, okay. So is there a code that you can give our listeners that will like, that they can get a discount? Or are you still want to give that out or? Yeah, um, sure. Um, okay. If they go to, to Vush's website. Yeah. I don't unfortunately have one through Amazon, but I wish maybe someday, but um, my code is just waters 20. Okay. And then they'll get 20% off anything that they order. Okay. So, but the vacuum is not on the website anymore. Yeah. That one I think has been sold out because I had a friend reach out to me last night and she's like, I'm not seeing it. And I'm like, what? And I like immediately pull it up on my phone. I'm like, where is it? I'm like, why is it not there? Because 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, no. you were saying, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, totally. But good is good, is good but amazing is don't, amazing. You don't even know the next level that you're going to go to. Mm-hmm. You don't even, you were telling me about some fun that you had had. Like, you don't even know the level that you're about to go to. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Well, I'm ready. Like I've I've been to all kinds of levels lately, but I would like to have. If there's new levels that I haven't reached, I'm I'm ready to there to, to, to go there. New levels. Oh, you're gonna be launched right up into Mars. You know. You're gonna build okay. gonna go island island that on Animal Crossing. Yeah. New <laughs> Animal Crossing Island coming your way. <laughs> okay. Well. Um. So send me the link, Caitlin, and you know I'll be shopping Done. while we're podcasting. Um, <laughs> and um, you know, everyone, if you're listening right now and you are like, you know, squinch, squinching up your nose or like kind of feeling judgy. Just remember that, um, you know, this is self-love and self-care is very important. Right. And there's lots of and different kinds of self-care. Exactly. And, and we're all we're sexual all, beings. Like, some yes. of us are less sexual than others. Like, there is a sexuality spectrum of more interested to, like, asexual. But we are all sexual beings. And so, you know, this is another way yes. to take care of yourself, especially during yes. a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if this is not something that's interesting to you, then just move on. You know, it's kind of yeah. like when you're scrolling through Facebook you know, if you don't like, if you don't like something that you see, just keep scrolling. That seems um, to be a difficult exactly. concept. <laughs> that is difficult. Um, but anyway, well, I think it's super cool that they sponsored you. And I can see why. Like, you know, yeah. looking at your con now that I don't mean for that to sound offensive. You're like, oh, I can see why a vibrator <laughs> company sponsored you for sure. Um, <laughs> no, but like, no, you know, if I you know. <laughs> You know, you talking about like what you described their mission statement and like them telling you like why, you know, they, you know, are reaching out to lots of different kinds of content creators. So, yeah, I can see why. And I mean, you know, you're super cool. Like your picture of yourself with that vibrator, like with your pink hair and the pink vibrator. And (laughs) I mean, I love that it was perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's like the perfect picture. So, no, I love it. I think that's great. So Waters 20. At yes. the at the is it V U S H? Yes, yes. At the Vush that website, like a 20% so twenty percent off discount. That's a pretty good discount. Yeah, you're. Yeah, order. so and maybe wait around until the vacuum is back, or um, pick out something else for yourself. Just go treat yourself. Um, I yeah. think that's. I think that's so fun. I really do, and I think it's fun to talk about that on the show because we never had. Um, you know, back when we were talking about if you had an action figure and it had two things with it. Do you remember oh that, Caitlin? Would you have a about, like, in a bush now? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I used to say, like, that mine would have, like, you know, an iced coffee and a vibrator. And Caitlin was like, well, <laughs> you can't say that on the show. And oh. I was like, fine, I'll change it to a planner or something. But um, <laughs> that was, that was then, the audience that we were curating. We've taken yes. toward more adult content lately. So I think our audience <laughs> has shifted. Our audience is ready. So, um, but anyway, that would have probably been what mine had because, you know, I, I do have a tendency to really like mine a lot. Um, but I, I, hey, look, I'm always looking for new friends to come to the party. So we'll, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what we can find. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, all right. I don't know how to transition out of this, but if you were turning down, if you were, if you were avoiding letting your children listen now, we'll, we'll move out of the PG. Right. 13 um conversation and talk about um and talk about pregnancy um because that's really fun and um not gonna happen with the bush but um (laughs) 
you know. Well, I mean, it could lead to other things. It could be like a helper. It could lead to other a wingman. <laughs> I mean, it could be the intro and the exit of the video. I mean, yes. or video. Yes. I don't know language. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever yes. floats your boat. Hey, whatever. hey look, <laughs> no, hey, we're gonna we talk in metaphors here. We do. So I no, don't know. Um, She's a vlogger. She said she vlogged her whole life. So who knows? So, I mean, not that part, she, but you know, she's got some special vlogs that she keeps just for her and her <laughs> husband. <laughs> um. <laughs> so um, so. Caitlin was telling me before that it took you a really, really long time to get pregnant the first time. Yes. And then when you got pregnant with Mallory, it was a surprise. Is that right? Um, sort of. So we had tried for over five years to get pregnant with our son. I mean, we had been married for seven years and we hadn't gotten pregnant. And so we made that decision to just, you know, we're not going to have kids. We didn't have the money for advanced fertility treatment or adoption. And so we were just like, you know, we're just going to walk away from this and just choose a childless life. And, and I went to therapy for it. You know, we planned our life around that with that as the goal. And then Beckett's pregnancy was a surprise because obviously for two years we had gone down this road of we're not going to have kids. And when we lost him or when we were pregnant with him, we had changed our whole life around because we we're like, well, OK, now we're having a child. We never planned on buying a house in Utah, but we decided that we would. So we purchased and built a home. And when we lost him, we were just like, what do we do? <laughs> and in talking to like our doctor and stuff and just talking about our quote unquote advanced age <laughs> there's that term again mm -hmm. but um we were just like we don't know what to do we don't know if we want to try again or not and our OB was like you know if you want to try again I would try sooner rather than later and mm -hmm. my husband's insurance so we lost him in June she said we could start trying in November and you know let my body heal for a, a little bit and then try again and my husband's insurance starting in the January was going to cover some fertility treatment. And so we were like, okay, let's just for November and December casually try. And then we'll, we're not going to do this for another five years where we're trying every month. You know, in January, we'll go get some fertility help and just see, just see what our options are. So mm -hmm. <laughs> we started trying in the November casually not tracking not just you know not even thinking anything was gonna go with it I got pregnant that month <laughs> with our wow daughter. yeah so and then she would have been born in August yeah she was born in August 10th a week after right. our 10th anniversary right yeah mm -hmm. wow that's amazing <laughs> yeah oh my god so gosh. it was kind of a surprise but not <laughs> well was, you when you were like oh so I no, was no, wondering, no. If, because I also experienced what I would consider to be like a plus size pregnancy. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering how, I mean, I don't think either of us have experiences to compare it to necessarily, but like, do you feel like they're like, especially being in social media, do you feel like there were like, you know, any pressures or 
any like things from your medical providers or anything like that that either were negative or positive about being plus size and pregnant or anything that you know you liked or disliked anything like that yeah I was really nervous and when I found I was pregnant with Beckett I I had made an appointment with an OB for, you know, the 10 week check and, um, I made it with a male physician and I normally don't have any issues about a male or female physician. And as the appointment started to get closer and closer, I was in like sobbing because I suddenly decided that this male doctor that I'd never met before was going to judge me on my weight and tell me that I wasn't going to be a good mom and that I couldn't have a healthy pregnancy. And I ended up calling a OB office that had only women and sobbing to the front desk receptionist of what I was feeling and then she was like, let me get you in with somebody. And she part, you know, hooked me up with this um, OB that was just amazing. And um, so she and I just, I'm sure I would have had an amazing pregnancy with this other guy. But I'm so glad that I had the doctor I did because I went into it and said, I know I'm at this weight, but I can't magically change it I can't do anything about it right now I mean I can work on myself while I'm pregnant but this is what it is and she understood that and she you know took my vitals everything she knew that I was healthy inside and she was just like okay you know I I will tell you when I have concerns and I will always be honest with you but I don't feel like I need to sit here and harp on you about your weight she's like something tells me like she said that sarcastically something tells me you're doing that enough for both of us oh and yeah. it was just mm-hmm. amazing you know even when I lost Beckett and we met with her for my postpartum visit she had the autopsy results and she was sharing with us that you know he passed away from a, a brain bleed and I looked her in the eyes and I begged her to tell me that it was my fault. Like in my grief, I needed it to be my fault so that I could hate someone or something for taking my son away from us. And she looked me back in my eyes and said, I would, if I could, I genuinely would tell you if this had to do with your weight. She's like, but Amy, your weight did not cause a brain hemorrhage. I cannot tell you it's your fault. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so some days, some days, even still, I have a hard time with it. But for the most part, when I'm thinking logically, it's just like, my weight did not do this, you know, any right. I have more of my lost mama friends are, quote, unquote, skinny in bodies that I wish I had, than are plus size, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. So same with, so I used the same OB when I got pregnant with Mallory, obviously, because I was just like, I need you to help me through this one, you know, and and we worked on plans of going for walks and, you know, making sure that I don't gain more than what is expected. And, and, you know, she was very realistic with me, but not harsh. She didn't need to be harsh. And so she knew that there was no reason to be, and it would have backfired if she'd been harsh. So she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like um, my experience is similar, but different. I actually left a provider because I started to get hypertension and she immediately like wanted to do weekly weight checks. And I just Mm. did not. I mean, I know that the two can be, you know, 
that they can go together. But I know plenty of pregnant mamas who have been in, you know, bodies that, that like you said, I would have loved to have had that have also right. had pregnancy related hypertension. And I just did not think that that was the right care model for me. And so I actually went to midwives to a group of midwives that mm. I fell in love with and they were, they were amazing. So I totally get it yeah. that the, the care provider has to be the right one. Yeah. Yeah. And see, my my OB um, was my gynecologist who I had been seeing since I was maybe like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. So I had known her for a really, really long time. And she had kind of been with me um, throughout my weight journey as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she had seen me skinny. She had seen me in all different kinds of she had known you know, my eating disorder history and my depression history and just everything. And, um, the problem though, was that, um, you had to see everyone in the practice before you delivered, mm-hmm. you know, like that was super important. They wanted to make sure that like you saw every doctor in the practice, because when you went into labor, you never knew who was going to be on call. Right. So they mm-hmm. wanted for you to have like at least experienced everybody in the practice So, you know, I saw her most of the time, but then towards the end of my pregnancy, especially with Daniel, um, I saw a bunch of different people in the practice and I saw one guy when I was about 35 weeks. And I mean, he basically just flat out told me, he said, you have gained too much weight. Oh, no. And I said, well, what am I supposed to do about it now? Right. I mean, I'm five weeks from delivery. Like, what is like, what, like, why are you even saying this to me now? Like, what's the point? Like, I'm sorry. Like, do you, are you looking for an apology? (laughs) Right. I mean, like, what is this? Your job is to like make expectant moms feel terrible. Like we already have, like we like, okay, so I'm here, I'm naked on a cold table. And I, I mean, like, what, like, I don't understand. Like, how is this productive? You know, I mean, it's too late now. And, you know, it's almost like he was, it was almost like he was judging the job of my primary doctor. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like that she had, she should have said something to me throughout the pregnancy, you know, but see, my doctor didn't say anything to me about it because my, my, my health stats were normal. Mm-hmm. You know, she took my blood pressure every time I came in, you know, they checked my urine for protein. They did all the things that they were supposed to do. I didn't have any gestational diabetes. It was almost like he was disappointed that I was overweight and pregnant and didn't have any complications. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I feel like that that's what people expect. It's mm-hmm. like they they expect for you, if you are plus size, to have some kind of drama filled pregnancy. Right. Yeah. You know that you're going to be this big, high risk, problematic pregnancy and neither one of my pregnancies are problematic for anybody. Exactly. Right. You know? and like I, I was plus size and pregnant and I ended up having both of my kids were small. Delilah was a preemie. She was four pounds, six ounces. And Harrison was only five twelve at 39 mm-hmm. weeks. And my my like I called back my original doctor because she had been an OB that had been in my life. And she was kind of surprised that I had had smaller babies because I'm five foot 11 and, you know, a larger gal. And she, I don't know, that that whole thing, that whole, you know, I don't know, the whole thing was just kind of weird for me. Well, I mean, like my my babies were the same size that I was. Uh Oh, that's interesting. You You know, you know what I mean? It was like, no, I mean, I was, I was eight pounds, nine ounces or something. And then mm-hmm. Hannah was eight, eight and Daniel was nine, one. Yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, 9-1 is a little bit on the heavy side, but not like soup. I mean, like they were not, I mean, seriously, they fit into newborn clothing. Right. And, I mean, just very, neither of them had any issues. So, I just, it it really was surprising to me the way doctors look at you like you're going to be some kind of, like you're really going to be a problem for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just, it really can be discriminatory, you know, when Mm -hmm. really what they need to do is treat you like everybody else, but monitor you. Exactly. And I think we also already give ourselves a hard enough time because, I I don't know why, and I I wasn't really expecting this, but I was kind of devastated that my belly didn't look like the Instagram bellies that I was seeing, and that like Mm -hmm. I have kind of like an apron belly, and you know it just didn't didn't look like everybody else's pregnant belly, and I didn't prepare I think to be upset about that, but I really just wanted to have like a round belly, and you know take these cute pregnancy photos, and I didn't take very many because. I don't know. That was just a weird, that was a weird headspace that I got into. Yeah. That's similar yeah, I to didn't me. Take, I, didn't, I didn't take a lot of pictures either. Yeah. So I guess that was kind of just my own little hang up. Cause I, you know, you're right. You feel like your body is supposed to look a certain way and yeah, but, um, you know, yeah. I, I don't, it's, it's hard. Um, I, I wouldn't, I, I yeah. wouldn't want to do it again. <laughs> I don't think I would want to do it again either. I do get these weird, I think it's like biological clock kind of things where I like look at people who have new babies and then my my brain starts to go to the woman place where I'm like, I think I could have a third baby. And then then I go home and Harrison's like literally climbing the walls and Delilah's Mm -hmm. crying because she's 13 and there's so many feelings and to make dinner and feed all these people. And then I'm like, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, I just did a vlog about that because I've had so many friends who have one child. So for all intents and purposes, Mallory is being raised as an only child. She knows who Beckett is and that she has a brother. But, you know, she's being raised as an only child. And um, I had a whole handful of friends who were only going to have one child. And every single one of them, except for one, has had a baby or is pregnant in in this last year and I got so baby hungry and that's not something like my husband got a vasectomy when Mallory was four months old because we were Mm. done we knew we could Mm. not go through another pregnancy and Mm -hmm. and risk losing again you know and Mm -hmm. um yeah and I had to I sat down with my camera so this is where the vlog comes in sat down with Mm -hmm. my camera and just talked about it and by the end of the vlog, it it had dawned on me that while I'm baby hungry, yes, it's that I'm baby hungry for my son that I don't get to raise. I never got to, you know, take him through babyhood into toddlerhood and stuff. And so when yeah. I say I'm baby hungry, it's really I'm just missing Beckett. Yeah. And so that was just that was kind of a cool way that the vlog helped me talk through those feelings. Yeah, it's almost like therapy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I'm, I'm in a similar boat where I'm almost just baby hungry for my kids to be babies again. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I'm missing, like I'm forgetting the small things, like how small their hands were or their favorite outfits 
or mm, you know how many the times sound they of their voice yeah their little newborn mm-hmm. cries like of course we have like audio yeah. recordings and stuff but I I do feel like I miss those things but I also really mm-hmm. I think value watching them turn into like people <laughs> with yeah and, and people I kind love of validating yeah. yeah and other people mm-hmm. validating like when Delilah's teachers message us they're like you're raising a really awesome kid or mm. people you know telling me online that you know that they're really proud that she is um, like a confident little lady and things like that. So yeah. I don't know. Part of me does yeah. miss the baby stuff, but it's, it's cool to move forward to. And see, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the opposite. Like I, I loved having my babies. I did. Mm-hmm. And I wanted them very badly. You know, like my mother is always telling me, she's like, no one wanted their babies more than you did. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there was never any doubt in my mind, but I yeah. am like so not like a baby <laughs> person, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and you know, like my friends will come around that have just had babies and I'll be like, Hmm, that's a cute baby. But I'm not like, <laughs> let me hold that baby. No. You know what I mean? I'm, like, I am. I'm there. like, let me hold <laughs> that baby and smell it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not like, let me get in there and sniff that thing. Like, I'm just like, you need that. Um, and then like my friend, Allison, she is, she's got the youngest of our children, I guess at this point. And her youngest is five. So it's been quite a while since we've had, um, like babies around us. But I remember when she was still bringing Gwen over here and changing her diapers and I would get like physically ill, you know, like she would lay Gwen down on the floor to change her diaper. And I would be like, like, no, 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 no. Like, like I moved. So like I've moved so far past that in my life that I'm just like, no, but, um, but I love it when other people do. So like I had, I had a meeting with my therapist the other day and she, it was the first one that we've had in the new year and I hadn't talked to her in a while. And I asked her, I was like, so how have you been? And she's like, well, I haven't been in the office in a while. I've been on maternity leave. Turns out this woman was pregnant all during 2020 and didn't tell anybody. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So she just, like, had this mystery, like, secret baby, like, during 2020 and didn't tell any of her patients. But everybody was virtual. So she, you know, everybody, we only saw her from, like, the neck up all year. Um (laughs) So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, well, I'm, I'm like, well, better you than me. So congratulations. Um, well, yeah, Leanne, is always new baby. To get other, Leanne is always trying to get other people to have babies, though. That's for sure. <laughs> Anytime there's like an opening well, where a, a couple could have a baby, she's like, oh, are you going to just have another one? Like, OK, that's good. <laughs> well, because I think it's fun, like, you know, when, yeah. when other people are pregnant, you know, I'm right. always like, oh, look at you. You're so pregnant. <laughs> 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 yeah. Look at that. And then I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm not. Uh, let yeah. me have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me drink this drink. Um, <laughs> so, um, Amy, on this show, we have a special Caitlin, time every episode. How are you episode. enjoying your subscription? Um, yes. I think Caitlin company. knows what time it is. I you know what time it. it is, Caitlin? Since we can't leave the house right now, it's been so nice to have a digital service available for my crafting needs. I feel the same. Anytime I feel the urge to make something new, I, I just log into my Yay Day Paper Company account and there's tons of fun ideas there. And because it's a monthly subscription service, they add more stuff every few weeks that I can play with. I never get bored. Yes, and I don't feel like I'm breaking the bank because the monthly cost is so affordable. Plus, if I ever get stuck or feel like I don't know what to do, they have videos, online tutorials, and product guides built into the website, so I always find the help I need. 
Girl, I have needed those tutorials more than once. So have I, but the learning is what makes it so much fun. I know, and right now, Spiced Chaos listeners can subscribe for less than everyone else. Yes, they can. Use code SPICEDYAY to save $5 off a year-long Yay Day subscription and code SPICEDYAY15 to save 15% off anything in their online shop. That's right. Go sign up now, everyone. We're off to craft. Hey, Caitlin. Yes, girl? Aren't you sick and tired of not being able to find trendy and cute plus-size clothes? Oh, girl, yes. I hate only being able to buy moo-moos and tents. <laughs> well, those days are over because I just found the cutest online boutique. <gasps> Wait, is it Chic Soul? Yes, how did you know? Because I already shop there, and I can't believe how adorable everything is. I know. I just got my first order, and every single thing fit me perfectly. That never happens. Oh, I believe it. Chic Soul has tops, dresses, rompers, jeans, leggings, basically everything. And the clothes actually fit a plus-size woman between sizes 12 to 24. Exactly. They aren't just regular clothes made bigger. These are clothes that are tailor-made to fit plus-size bodies. And guess what? Chic Soul has teamed up with Spice Chaos to offer our listeners 15% off. That's right. Enter promo code SPICED15 to save 15% at ChicSoul.com. That's promo code SPICED15 for 15% off. Happy, Happy shopping. shopping. I do. So it, it is, is currently, it is, yes, it is currently <laughs> page time. So what we want to do is we want to know everything that you're currently doing. Oh, okay. Well, all the things that you're currently <laughs> like reading, listening to, all the stuff that like you're doing right now. So in the planner world, yeah. yes, a lot of our planners have a page at the beginning of every month where you can kind of fill this in. Mm-hmm. So you can look back later and say, oh, look, back in March of 2021, I was, you know, watching this. And, you know, it's like a cute little memory place yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So on our show, we always ask our guests these questions because it's fun to hear what you're doing. Yeah. Hey. Um. So I'll start us off this week. Okay. Do it. Um. Yes. So, um, what are you currently reading? Are you currently reading anything interesting? Um. I have okay books <laughs> on my side table in hopes that they'll be read, but I am not actively reading them. <laughs> I have a lot in my Audible library that I want to be reading, but I have not started anything, so I feel you. It's kind of an array. I have White Fragility, and Mm -hmm. I have a Brene Brown book called Braving the Wilderness, and I have Midnight Sun. Ooh, good choices. (laughs) Oh, those are interesting, different choices, yes. Yes. Um, mm Mm-hmm. Different, all of which will enrich your life in different ways. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, who loves the vampire? I do. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, I have a book, you know, like I'm like you guys, I have books in my, um, like my iTunes. What is it? It's not, it's like iTunes Audible? for books. You're, no, it's iBooks. Oh, iBooks where you're iBooks. actually looking at the text. 
Yeah, I use my face when I'm reading. <laughs> I only use my ears. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, and I have them there, and I'll read, like, one chapter, and I'll be like, oh, this book's really good, and then I just never return to it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I totally feel that. Um, all right. So no shame okay. there. You'll get to them. You'll yep. get to them. Eventually. They're here. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, are you planning anything right now? What are you planning? Um, my husband's birthday is this week, so we're planning how we can go somewhere COVID safely. Oh, happy birthday, <gasps> nice. Yes. Yeah. So what what day is his birthday this week? Yeah, I was going to say, because you're going to get a 10-year-old. I'm going to get a 41-year-old on the 3rd. Oh, oh, mine is on the 3rd, too. 3-3. Three, three. Oh, yes. 3-3. Three, three. Yes. his lucky three, number. Three. That's our birthday. <laughs> That's right. So... Well, happy birthday to Tyson and happy birthday to Daniel on 3-3. Oh, yes. yes, yes. He Best just birthday. walked in here. He's, he's got an ice cream in his hand that he didn't Ooh. ask permission for, but it's fine. <laughs> it. That's right. He's almost 10. He gets to make his own choices now. Yes, he's almost 10. He can make his own choices on ice cream now. He's allowed. Right. Oh, well, I guess I should let my husband so, start making his own choices then. <laughs> yes, you should. At 41, it's time. He can make his own ice cream choices. So I what guess. are you planning for his birthday? Day. anything fun um so we're just toying with the idea of maybe going and spending a few nights in Astoria mm-hmm. um Ooh. but the challenge is always just finding a place that we feel comfortable staying in <laughs> okay yeah that is true so that's what we're looking yeah. into right now okay well that'll be fun yeah my parents are in Depot Bay right now for my mm. dad's birthday and they, yeah. they said they found a place that they felt comfortable but Okay. Their their idea of comfortable and, and mine are a little different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what are you watching? Um, <laughs> it's not a toddler show? Yes, it's not a yeah. toddler show. Because <laughs> I immediately am like, oh, Gabby's dollhouse. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, okay, so I'm a sucker for teen mom. That's mm-hmm. back. Ooh. And um, Good Trouble is a show I've really enjoyed. It's a spinoff if anybody watched The Fosters. Okay. It's a spinoff of that. Wait, wait. Is that the name of it again? Good Trouble. Good Trouble. Good Trouble. Okay, so yes. who, which characters from The Fosters made it uh, into that show? Mariana and Callie. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna have to watch that. I love the Fosters. It's so good. It is so good. And they take on all of the important topics that are going on. They've been taking that those on from the beginning. I mean, on the Fosters too, but this is the third season. And so it's like, that's where I first really heard about the book White Fragility before all of, you know, 2020 went down. So They've been taking on some really important topics on that show. So that and This Is Us is another. another. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I'm not I'm not caught up with This Is Us. I I have have to be mentally ready for that. uh, I I have to watch it in very, very small, small doses. Like, yeah, maybe one episode a month. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. because it really does it really does hurt me like emotionally yeah. when I watch that show me too. oh it, um, it I was unprepared it the, the first episode aired in September after we lost our son and 
I oh. so I related to all of the main characters are mm-hmm. me. I, oh yes. I'm adopted. I oh. am overweight. I lost my son. Oh. And I also felt kind of out of place in my family. And so oh my goodness. everything that hit, I like was watching that first episode on my own. And I just like shouted down to my husband and I'm like, what is this show? And every episode now I'm just like, do they have our house like wired? Like, are they just pulling from my life? And, oh. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are, there have been times. There have been times when I felt like that, that I, I felt like that they can watch my, my emotional life. Yeah. That's how I feel. You know, I feel like that they've tapped into, here's what she's feeling this week and we're going to exploit it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, do you need any other um, really great reality TV to watch? Leanne and I have been binging Married at First Sight. Because oh, it's yes. That's so our favorite. Yeah, it sounds real dumb. And Leanne, but Leanne is not a reality TV junkie like I am. No, so. I call it garbage TV. I, I, I always <laughs> yeah. accuse Caitlin of watching garbage TV because she's always into those housewives. And Oh, my God. I know. love housewives. Yeah, yeah, I bet she also, Caitlin, I bet you probably really love a teen mom, too, don't I you? I do love a teen mom. I love a real world uh, road mm-hmm. trip. I love yes. everything. I, I love mm-hmm. a good challenge. challenge. No, challenge. and see, the, that the, was my jam. N- no, the only reality TV that I ever watched before Married at First Sight was Project Runway. Does that count? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That okay. Counts. So, well, I I watched I watched competition. I watched competition reality TV. So, I would watch Top Chef and I would watch Project Runway, but that was it. Oh, okay. But I'm telling you, this Married at First Sight, this show is golden. <laughs> It's very good. And they are on season 12, but you can um, acquire Ooh. seasons four through 11 on Hulu if you need to get Yes, mm-hmm. oh. you sure can. Or well, I, I can follow give you all Jamie the other Otis. places. <gasps> yeah, That's about Jamie. It. Yes, Jamie. Yes. She was like the first mm-hmm. one. She was on season yes. one. Her and Doug. Well, Love them. Wait, yeah, Jamie and Doug. And let me tell you. Yeah. Well, I don't know how I don't know how rude I can get on this show. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. When I saw... When I saw Doug for the first time, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, that's not nice. I thought he had a nice smile. But there's just so much work that you could have. Never mind. Never mind. I'll keep it to myself. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> Jamie and Doug are a cute couple. They are. I'm happy for them. I really am. I'm very happy for them. And I do like them. And I, I followed their... Yes, I like them very much. So mm-hmm. we'll leave it there. All right. What's next, Caitlin? <laughs> All right. What are you eating either right now, these days, a particular craving, any of those? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I really am craving calamari. Yeah. That happens to me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leanne has a strong connection with her DoorDash delivery person. <laughs> I've never done DoorDash. I need to. Oh, need to. girl. Oh, it is something else. <laughs> you don't even have to go anywhere. You just put it in your phone and they just bring it to you. Anything you want. See, the problem is, is I don't know that they deliver out as far as we are. Oh, well, I, you'd have I to look. Yeah. I bet, since you're closer to the Portland metro area than not, and maybe even close to metro areas on your side of the river i bet they do i mean maybe so we're not in vancouver we're Mm -hmm. just outside of vancouver so it's kind of like hit or miss Mm -hmm. we only had 
when we this is this sounds insane but when we first moved here there's was only one fast food restaurant here and in a year they've added a few but does instacart (laughs) deliver to you i've never tried oh okay all right i was gonna say if instacart can make it out there i bet doordash certainly can (laughs) yeah yeah. we don't have any pizza places that will deliver to us i know that much no none none right That was like oh, shocking to us. We were like, so what? How do you obtain pizza? <laughs> how do you how do live? Pick it up from Papa Murphy's. How are you living your life at all without a pizza oh, delivery? She's probably I living it just like mine because I can't eat pizza at my house because all my family are lactose intolerant. Oh, well, I'm God. about to have some pizza delivered tonight, <laughs> right now. So now that we've been talking about it, just because I can. Oh, <laughs> rude. But that's Leanne and I's plan. So we've actually never met in person. But when we do meet in person, our goal is to acquire some pizza since I never get to eat it. (laughs) Yes, we are going to obtain a pizza and eat it. Nice. (laughs) Yes, because Caitlin doesn't get to eat it very often because she's not lactose intolerant. But But the people in her life, yes, everybody else is. Um, Okay, so so you're craving calamari lately. Yeah, that happens to me sometimes. And I will just have DoorDash bring me like an order of calamari from a restaurant. Mm -hmm. They just bring it right to the house. Oh, I just, I Mm -hmm. will seriously just order a plate and just eat that. Just, that's all I need. It's Mm -hmm. just this plate of calamari. But yeah, with a little bit of marinara. Mm -hmm. No, I can't do that. No, but (laughs) I was like, ooh, no. I do like the other sauces, but I'm not a tomato fan. Oh, okay. Well, that's, then you wouldn't like marinara. (laughs) No, like even ketchup. I'm like, no, thank you. No, thank you. But no, I love a tomato. Um, yeah. Never met one I didn't love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so is loving. it me next? Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah, what what are you loving? What are you loving right now in your life? Loving. The Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh, yes. It's amazing. It's beautiful today, especially. It's very right? sunny outside. The sun is like shining right through the blinds. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> is this fire like, in the sky? I had to look through like four purses yesterday to find sunglasses because I needed them <laughs> the other day. Because I cannot go outside without my shades on. Number one, yeah. it's like it helps me with anxiety because then I don't have to like make eye contact. Yes. So anytime I'm going somewhere, I do the shades. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> number two, I just feel like we're always in the clouds and the overcast. And so... I just can't you see. <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost bought new ones the other day because I haven't needed them in so long that I, uh, that when the sun came out, I got inspired, you know, it kind of was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's something I could spend some money on, you know, when you get a little like, <laughs> you know, you get like when you want to like do a little shopping and you can't think of what you want to buy because you don't really need anything. I was like, let me you get know. some new shades. It's nice out and pick up some pretty cute new sunglasses. Delivery driver would bring it to you from Target. They would. That's where I was looking. Yeah. How'd you know? You you always I know what met I'm doing. You before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're loving the Pacific Northwest. Caitlin is too, all the time. Yeah. Yes. I've never yes. met anyone more Portland than Caitlin. Oh. Yeah. Great. Sometimes she'll say something. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. an ultimate compliment but, to me. <laughs> sometimes she'll say something and I'll be like, oh my gosh, could you be more Portland? She's like, well, yeah, well I've got to go out. The other day, my kids were <laughs> fighting over kale the other day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Or like, she's like, well, I've got to go out today because I've got to go see our dirt man or like your compost man garden. or yeah, something. She's always that's saying amazing. something that's so crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what's up? What's coming up next? Uh, 
Bob, what are you dreaming? Ooh, like your goals. Do you have any new goals or, you know, dreams? See if you have a repetitive dream that you'd like to share. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Mm, no. I mean, that's a whole different episode about what I dream about. (laughs) (laughs) Even without my child going through sleep uh, issues, I um, almost forced myself to not go into REM because my dreams are bad. Um, but this is why I'm in trauma therapy. It's fine. Everybody mm-hmm. has weird stuff. Um, <laughs> but as far as like happy goals, like dreaming in the future, um, in the upcoming year, it's all about buying a house and getting Mallory into in-person school, which will give me um, and her some much needed time apart and a break. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have big aspirations to uh, focus more on who Amy is versus Amy, the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big deal when your kids, you know, go to school for the first time and you get that time to yourself. Like, yeah, yeah that's a big deal. I know, so. and both of my kids are like, what if we just did school online? I was like, no, that's not going to be an option at our no. house. You're going no. back <laughs> to I figure out how know. to ride the school bus. Yeah, I don't know how people do it, because Mallory is doing online preschool this year, so it was because of her August birthday, she goes to two years of preschool, and I just have to sit and help her for an hour twice a week and I I can't I cannot I don't know how the teacher does it I don't know they don't pay attention like trying to get her to sit still and focus on the computer for an hour and then to think about like everyone else who's doing it full-time five days a week all day long with their kid and trying to work on top of that like their own personal work I'm like oh yeah, I thankfully, just have a huge appreciation. Yeah, thankfully, we have an older child. And so I told her at the beginning of this year, because she's in seventh grade. I said, mm-hmm. okay, dude, I, you know, you are in seventh grade, you're 12, almost 13. She's 13. Now, I said, this is your year to step up. I am not going to be emailing your teachers. I'm not going to be checking in on your grades. If you want to have good grades, that is something that you need to decide to do. Because mm-hmm. school has always been a little bit of a struggle. Um, of course, I would be there as a safety net. But I told her that this is the year that she needed to really step up. And she has done amazing. And mm. she has learned some really valuable skills about how to talk to adults and how to, you know, advocate for her own education, which has been cool to see. So I that's that's that. my plan. <laughs> I'm yeah. a trial by fire here. That's great. Well, I think it's so important, too, that they learn how to talk to adults, because that's one of the things that I see in my high school students that they lack. Yeah. You well, know, and like things like if something didn't go her way or if she got a grade that she didn't want, she was ready to instant message her teachers and it would be like four o'clock on a Friday. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Send him an yeah. email and then they'll read it on Monday. We're not going to bother these people when they're trying to leave work. Like just those mm. little things, you know. Yeah. 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 And see, that's stuff that's stuff that, you know, she needs to know, because, yeah. I mean, I have students who will email me for like quiz access codes at mm-hmm. nine o'clock on a Saturday night. And I'm right. like, OK, <laughs> just because you decided at nine o'clock on a Saturday night that you want to take that Lord of the Flies chapter six quiz. Right. does not mean that I'm going to open up Canvas and get you that code right now at nine <laughs> o'clock. Like I'm doing something else. Right. <laughs> you know, like I have to be able to clock out sometime. 
Um, but you know, to have parents that are working on that with their kids is so important. Um, and her being 13, obviously Mallory is not quite ready yet to right. be advocating for herself. <laughs> she's with her not ready. No. I mean, she's um, three. Like, come on. Right. She can do it. Yeah. She could do it. Yeah. Yeah. If we have to do virtual kindergarten with Harrison, it'll be a little different. <laughs> Um, I can't even imagine Harrison in virtual kindergarten. You are going to, (laughs) every day I'm going to be getting these text messages from you about wanting to pull your hair out. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. You're going to be like, kindergarten today is going to be him going outside to find four (laughs) different kind of rocks. Exactly. (laughs) That's the kind of kid he is. He doesn't, like, I have tried so hard to buy him toys. Not interested. He does like to play cars sometimes. But he's just not really interested. The things that he likes to do, like he likes to jump on his bike or he likes to go outside and run around. Like he's just a really active kind of kid. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll be, I think that, um, I think that once he gets into like that kindergarten, you know, structured environment and then when he gets used to it, like he'll be fine. Well, I think um, what he needs is somewhere to put all this energy because he was a lot more chill when he was going to face-to-face preschool and, like, hanging out with his friends and playing for, like, four hours a day. But now it's just us. And, like, sometimes Brian's yeah. taking a nap or Delilah's on school and he just has nobody nobody to play with. Yeah. It's kind mm-hmm. of bad. Right. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. What's next? What's next? Okay, is we just my did dreaming. Turn? Yep, it's your turn. It's my turn. Well, I'm not prepared, so everyone's going to have to just wait a second. <laughs> um, how about this? I don't know what it is, but we're going to take it deep. And um, what are you feeling? What are you that's, feeling right that's now? what it is, actually. <gasps> oh, Ooh, I got it right. What are you feeling? Oh, man. I don't know. I a little, <laughs> bit, I a little bit wonder if that means I'm feeling a little numb. You could be. Because I just don't are. know. <laughs> I just feel like there's so much whiplash going on, like all this like highs and lows and mm-hmm. and stuff. So I I think I'm just status quo. Yeah. Today. Yeah. That's yeah, well. It's not bad, but it's not good. No. That's. <laughs> but you know, you are able to identify that and kind of pinpoint it, and then tomorrow you'll be feeling something else. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm so really cool. excited for these stimulus checks that are supposed to be headed our way. Mm. Oh, is has that been announced? Is there it news? It was passed through know? the House. Yeah, so we gotta get the Senate. Senate. Mm-hmm. If right. it passes through the Senate, then we also get, in addition to the stimulus, we get the child care. That's right, and I think the child tax credit is goes up depending on your family's income. Mm-hmm. Oh well, just <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I read a headline that <laughs> All said I do some now families. Is... Yeah, some families could, between the tax credit and the stimulus package, could receive up to fourteen thousand dollars of government support, depending on Beautiful. your income. Well, yeah. people need it. I'm telling you, the country. Yeah. Yeah. I know they are. Absolutely. And I know that my family has been in like a beautiful, wonderful situation. We have not even at all experienced what some of the other people in this country sure. have. And I, right. just, when I lay down my head at night and I say my prayers, I am so thankful that I have been in my situation and I'm so hopeful that the relief helps people that need it. I really, I really, I, yeah. I do know that for sure. Cause we're planning to use our relief for buying a new couch. Like we want to put it back into the income, but 
or into mm-hmm. the economy, but right. that's what oh, we're absolutely. not like, starting to use it to survive, which some people are doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just been, I just feel so, and I know that there are people that are in tough situations with their mental health because of this and just, mm-hmm. oh, I just know that the whole country is just, it's, oh, it's so sad. Um, well, I'm so think, ready for this I, to be. I think being in the Portland area, it's just super visible because we have a large homeless population. Yeah. And so I've seen it grow like pretty exponentially as well during this time. And just, you can see that there's people who are not getting the care that they need Mm -hmm. and just, it's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. What's next, Kate? Okay. Let's let's take it up. Let's (laughs) take it up a beat. (laughs) What are you listening to right now? Um, besides you guys, <laughs> yeah. Are you listening to right any music? <laughs> any music or anything? Anything fun? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, I'm always We the Kings came out with a new album, so I'm always listening to them. Oh, fun. Um, uh, I, do I even listen to music? <laughs> Mallory keeps asking for Christmas songs, so I'm yeah. listening to Christmas still. Yeah. <laughs> Leanne loves Christmas music. So Stop. You know. No, she doesn't. I only Leanne love Christmas no. music in December. So this is really pushing my limits. <laughs> and I listen to Jingle Bells all year round. I love Christmas music. It brings me so much joy. <laughs> oh, my The goodness. world needs people like you because yes. it's not me. <laughs> I told Leanne when I pick her up from the airport when we do actually meet in person, I'm going to have Christmas music on in the car. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just going to call an Uber and go somewhere else. <laughs> or I'll my somewhere house. and play a guitar <laughs> song just meant for her. Yeah see, I, yeah, see, I'm not really a fan of people, like, pulling out their guitar at a party either. You know, like, I don't really like Christmas music. I don't like it when that dude pulls out the guitar at the party. Like, that ruins it for me. I'm like, we were having a nice time, and then you got the guitar out. <laughs> like, everybody was having a great time and then you had to pull out the third eye blind or the Led zeppelin or whatever those two songs are no it's gotta be green day at a college party it's always (laughs) no it's always i wish you would stop from that friend. you know that same song that every dude knows how to play at a party yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i miss live music though i I miss live music i do too not that kind but i do miss live music like yeah. I do we miss going to concerts. To go see, what was it, Alanis Morissette, Leanne? Was that what we were yeah. going to go meet up and see? June of last year. Yeah, <sighs> June of 2020. Yeah. We were going to go see her together. We sure were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. I would have been. Yeah. The last and then Taylor went to. Oh, and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Oh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. She was going to, she just sent out her notice that her lover concerts have been officially c- canceled because they just kept postponing them because of yeah. COVID. But she God. just said, I didn't have a ticket, but I mean, you know, I would love to have had one. Next time right. she tours, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> if they allow it. Mm-hmm. If they allow it. But I, hey, I've got, a, I've got a COVID vaccine card in my wallet, lady. <gasps> oh, I'm jealous of that. I know. I keep trying to find a spot and they won't take me yet. Well, it's not complete yet. I still have yeah. to get my second round, but I've got it in there. So I'm working on it. Well, I tried. I went and looked, yeah, and they I said being fat wasn't the only wasn't good <laughs> no. enough. I had oh. to have something else wrong with me, and I'm like, but I'm just fat. Well, even <laughs> though I'm a teacher, because I teach virtual ed, they're like, no, no, no back of the line for you. The oh, no. brick and mortar oh. teachers going first. 
Um, Which is fine. I understand. Like, I'm not not trying to shout my privilege over here. I totally get it. But I I felt I felt a little bit guilty because I went ahead and got a vaccine, even though I'm quitting my job in a week. Like my last day is Friday. Um, And I and I won't be in front of students anymore. But Mm -hmm. then someone reminded me that the country needs herd immunity. Yeah, which yeah. means we vaccine. need we need a vaccine in as many arms <laughs> as possible. So however yeah. you can get it, get it. So there's no reason yeah. for me to feel guilty about it. And um, totally. you know, yeah. So all right, we have one more. Okay. And this is what have you been drinking lately? Like, what is your favorite drink of choice lately? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I really only drink two things, and one's good and one's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) I I like to joke that I love water so much that I married it. So, I mean, I'm Water's wife because my husband's last name is Water's. That's so good. I love that. I just love ice cold water. And I will just, I take a big swig of it and then I'm just like, oh. That is so delicious. And my husband will just look at me and be like, oh, my gosh. And our daughter's starting to do that, too. Like, she's like, water is delicious. I'm like, it is, isn't it? Uh, It's just true. Water is just always the best. But I am desperate for caffeine. And I cannot get myself to like the taste of coffee. So I drink Diet Coke. Diet Coke too much. Well, yeah, I'll, I have a Diet Coke. Girl, I have a Diet Coke next to me right now. Don't even. <laughs> oh, I totally would have had one, but I was like, it's going to make me burpy, and I can't be burpy on a podcast. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was drinking kombucha and muting this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I, every time you've seen it mute, it's because I've been burping. I've been burping this whole time. <laughs> right yeah. before my son has come in and said, are you done yet? Can you play? Oh. <laughs> No, we you you would think that um that we would be better podcasters than that and try to avoid the carbonated beverages, but no, no, I love to podcast with a diet coke next to me for sure. Um, no, well, we get I the do. vanilla and coconut syrups from World Market, so then it's like a vanilla coconut diet coke. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna need for you to sit down for a second because I just discovered World Market for the first time ever yesterday. Oh. It's amazing. Um, my Jamie took me there for the first time ever, and all I can say is, since that person entered my life, there has been so much beauty in my life. I have never <laughs> been in that store, and he was like, and he was like, "Look, you never have to go in Target or Walmart again because this store has everything, <laughs> and it's so much more beautiful than all of these other places." So I like, mean, that's pushing it a little, like Target. Nah, I'm man. sorry, but. Target is Target, but World Market's okay. amazing too. Yeah, but like World Market, like okay, like let's say for instance, if I needed to put together an Easter basket, they had everything there that I would possibly need for True. an Easter basket. If okay. I needed to buy a Mother's Day gift, everything that I need for a Mother's Day gift is there. Yeah. Okay, including the gift bags and the tissue paper. But they don't have yes. Cat Jack. Who's that? The kids' clothing line. Are you Cat and Jack? Cat Jack. Do they even Jack. sell Diet Coke there? <laughs> Probably yes, in, a glass in the bottle. little. I think <laughs> no. I don't from know, a different you know country. Like yeah. Yes, but you know they do sell clearly Canadian from 1992 or whatever. I mean, like that mm-hmm. is that 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 company brought back clearly Canadian 
and only sells it at World Market. And when I saw it yesterday, I almost started crying. Oh. I was so excited to see it. So, um, yes, I am now a huge fan of World Market. Like, I cannot believe I had never been in that store, and it is now my new favorite store. So, I mean, yes. it is cool. My mom's from England, and so growing up, we used to spend our summers there. And so when we go to World Market, I have to get, like, a little twirly bar or a Cadbury or something because I do. Yeah, they have all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. And that's one of the things that we were looking at was all the different kinds of candy from all the different countries and, Mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was was really awesome. Oh, yes. When I start making, when I start, (laughs) when I figure out how to do this, I'm going to be in all kinds (laughs) of stores. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I, if I can figure out how to make a vlog, which I'm not sure if I'm going to, be able to do you, got you can if I can do it you can do it come on yeah you got it <laughs> well I may have to I'm gonna have to watch um I'm gonna have to watch a bunch of other people to see like like just I don't even know I don't well, know if I can and do Amy it. We'll does see. it in a really cool way that I think is kind of unique I feel like she like does a lot of the sit down portion like she'll tell you what's about to happen and then show you the footage rather than like talk you through the footage I think that's kind of a oh, neat way to do it that's the best way I don't do that mm-hmm. as much but that was the best I mean I still do that several mm-hmm. times but not as much as I was doing it but that mm-hmm. to me was honestly one of my more favorite styles because if I didn't want to talk to the camera, I didn't have to. I didn't have to explain right. what was going on. I could just casually film stuff and mm-hmm. then in the comfort of my own home, set up the scenario, set up this, you know, what's going to happen. I could voice over what was going on. Like, that's honestly, a, that's great. That's a great way to start. Mm-hmm. I think it, and I really liked it, too, because I that was always like your style of vlogs that always kind of set you apart from everyone else. Which is kind of neat. Well, I'm telling you, I'm watching them tonight. You wait. So, you guys, we have kept Amy for like two solid hours. Two and a half hours, yeah. Yeah, well, she did talk to us for a while before the recording started, too. So, we've kept the listeners for two solid hours. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. No, no, are you kidding? Don't say you're sorry. This is what we love. This is what we do. Um, so will you tell them one more time the places in the interwebs where they can find you so that if they haven't already started following, they can do that now? Yeah. So I'm most active on YouTube and Instagram and and sort of TikTok. Um, and I'm Water's Wife on all of those. I think TikTok, I'm Water's Wife vlogs. But um, but yeah, because I had a Musical.ly account and set of Water's Wife, and then I forgot my password, so whatever. Anyway, but yes, I'm Water's Wife on most things, and that's that's it's all about me. <laughs> so, what are you doing on TikTok? Is that fun? Are you enjoying that? Are you doing oh a lot of stuff gosh, over there? Oh my gosh, I love TikTok. Like I could sit and scroll for forever. Um, yeah, I just, I just. I want to get more into making my own content on TikTok, but I mostly just um, like voice over what other people are doing or do like the random challenges or like yesterday I did three videos in a row of like Mallory reacting to other videos. So <laughs> I just do whatever. Oh, whatever that's strikes so my fancy. That I love fun. that. <laughs> See, what I love about you and your social media is you're just like, well, I'll just kind of do whatever I want to on there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just whatever, just whatever I want to do today. Just sit down in front of the camera and do it. Exactly. <laughs> Way to do it. I it's love like that. Non-consistent consistency. <laughs> yes, yes. That's I think that's so fun. It's like it's very um 
it's like it's spontaneous, but people yeah. still can expect it on Monday and Friday. Yes. Mm-hmm. You exactly. know? So, um, well, guys, if you want to find Caitlin, you can Here's find her. Here you go. You can find her at <laughs> Instagram as creating in chaos underscore official, or you can find her as creating in chaos on YouTube and Patreon. And she hangs out at the spice chaos podcast, Instagram as well. She also has a teaching Instagram that is chaos in the classroom. So you can go over there and look for some teaching tips and you can hang out with her ducks at ducking chaos underscore official. She is also featured on the spice chaos podcast twice a week, Monday and Fridays. Yes. That's very kind of you to say featured. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can find Leanne at spice plans on Instagram, YouTube, and Patreon. You can also find her on Spiced Horizons on Instagram, where she likes to play Animal Crossing occasionally. And then you can also find her on the Spice Chaos Instagram and right here every Monday and Friday on the podcast. That's right. Anywhere that you want to DM us, we will at some point maybe see it. (laughs) We will accept Um, it. (laughs) um, And I want to make one quick note before we go. There were a couple of DMs that I did read in my personal DMs that were in that other folder. Okay. You know how there's like an other folder yes. in your DMs? Requests, I think it's called. Uh-huh. Yes. And I read them and then like one day they were gone. Oh. So I want to apologize to those of you who sent me DMs and I didn't get to respond. I don't know if you unsent them and they disappeared or or what happened. But anyway, um a couple of you sent me DMs and I didn't I didn't get to reply and now they're gone. So I apologize. Oh. I saw your DMs and I am I, I hate that because you know that we tried to reply. So I apologize, right. everyone. Dang it, Instagram. Um, yes. Well, I don't know what's going on with Instagram. But anyway, Amy, thank you so much for hanging out with us for these two hours. You have been a spectacular <laughs> guest. Just Aww. wonderful. Thanks for having and, um, me. I may, um, you know, knock on your DM door when I need <laughs> tips because I am kind of embarking on a new journey myself social media wise and some of it is going to involve some vlogging I think so let's do um, it I'm gonna need like some at least somebody to say you can do it (laughs) yes absolutely I am here to be your biggest cheerleader oh well thank you and um just thank you for the um the sponsorship that you guys that you talked about today like we're all gonna be you know, we, we're going to be self-caring it up. Yeah, Everybody people, go explore. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, if you didn't know about that particular kind of vacuum, you know about it now and everyone needs to have one in their life. So, um, yep. yeah. So Amy has just brought so much um, enlightenment to us today. Yeah. Um, so everyone go now and um, take care of yourself and love yourself and have a beautiful week. And we will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friends. Bye.